Hello and welcome to another jam-packed episode of My Favorite Conservative. I am Edward. And I am Andrea, but I am not conservative. I'm not, but he is my favorite conservative. <laughs> well, we have a good one for you today. Um, Indeed. The, the actual idea for the show uh, came to us when we were traveling this weekend. We were in, uh, this past week, we were in Boston at Logan International Airport, and I happened to uh, uh, look at a couple of tweets early in the morning as we were trying to catch our flight back to Birmingham, right. and Scott Adams came up on my feed on X, aka Twitter. Right, and he's the guy that created the comic strip Dilbert, and he was also a victim of cancel, cancel culture with Dilbert, and now he has a subscription service. So we will definitely tag Scott Adams in this uh, in our share notes and stuff. Yeah. So here was his post. I'm going to read it, and we're going to go over it because kind of lit a, a fire under one of us here. <clears throat> yeah, okay. So here is the post. Right. Okay. He wrote, "Men, on average, are protectors and hunters. Women, on average." Are nurturers. When the nurturers gain sufficient political power, the system falls apart because the ratio of protecting to nurturing gets out of whack. That's where we are. Western women protesting in favor of the Palestinian people is a perfect example. The nurturers don't know how to protect themselves or anyone else. Who favors the weak on crime district attorneys and weak border security? Mostly women and the men they control are Democrat men. We'd all be better off if men abstained from abortion law decisions and women abstained from national defense decisions. This opinion recognizes that no individual is an average man or woman. In well, that, 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 that kind of lit a little fire under you, didn't it? Yes. Yes, it did indeed. <laughs> Now, I, I tended to agree with Scott, and I believe yeah. at that point I was assaulted. I, you I, were not, he was not I, assaulted. I believe possible bruise on my shoulder where I was. I might have punched you in okay. the shoulder, okay. punched him in the shoulder, and um, because I did not agree with everything Scott Adams said. So I really want to break down the parts. Okay. okay. And it was not assaulted. It was not. Okay, so yeah. So back to the tweet. We're gonna break it down. Quote, men on average are protectors and hunters. Women on average are nurturers. Here's where I do agree with that part of the tweet. Is I've always said that when it comes to dating and pursuing relationships, that men should be the hunters. That's why I never understood the dating app Bumble where the women reach out first. I think it's just sort of a natural um, I think men like to chase. I think women enjoy being chased. I know I'm going to get so much shit for saying that, but that's where I feel like, yes, yeah, men are hunters, you know, and women are nurturers, but, and this is where I started to get mad. Actually, I was just mad reading the tweet all over again. Women are protectors too. Women are mothers. And I know far more women, and this is just anecdotally, but who are more protective than their counterparts. So I think that's the part that just really, just the beginning of that really got to me. It did. Now yes. I will, let me backtrack a hair here, where one of the things that 
when you and I were initially courting, um, yes. that I knew you were different is when you told me, you know, I want a man to hold the door open for me, but I want him to slap me on the ass as I walk by. <laughs> as I go in the car. As you go in. Not yeah. just not Okay. The way you made that sound is I want every man to slap me on the ass as I walk by. Yeah. No. Okay. Oh, yes. I uh, do want a man to open the door for me and you do. Now, 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 let me just say this. Let me put out a disclaimer for myself. Okay. Um, in terms of, I'm, I don't want to catch a lot of crap. You hate women, blah, 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 blah. I do not. I was raised in a divorced family by an amazing mother. Who's His, yes. 89 years old right now. His mother is absolutely, and she has a spine made of steel. She is so strong. Yeah. So, no, you hate women, misogyny, garbage. But there's a big butt here coming. <laughs> so, so, I was thinking of actually. One of the great movies that's in the last 30 years, As Good As It Gets. Remember that? 1997, I believe. Yes, it's one of my favorite movies, and I think you're about to use it against me. It is. So, so there's a scene that I love in this movie, and the setup is it's Jack Nicholson. He is a very successful author, and he writes women parts very, very well. Right. And he's at his publisher's office one day, and the receptionist, who obviously just adores him, leans as he walks in. She says to him, how do you write women so well? And he responded in his character, Melvin Udall, he said, well, I think of a man, and I take away reason and accountability. <laughs> it's one of the greatest movie lines ever. See, one of my favorite movies, and you use it against me. I was right. All right. And back to the tweet. Okay. So, again, back to the tweet. Quote, when the nurturers gain sufficient political power, he's talking about women, the system falls apart because the ratio of protecting to nurturing gets out of whack. That's where we are. If women are elected, oh, that's where we are. End quote. Um, and there has long been this sort of thought that if women are elected, there wouldn't be wars. And that's not true. Let's start with current GOP candidate, Nikki Haley. Yes. And she's a hawk, and she's going to get us into multiple wars. But let's go back in time in history, because this is where I disagree, where, where he says the ratio of protecting and nurturing gets out of whack. So I think most people can agree that Margaret Thatcher was an incredible prime minister for Great Britain. And when she was in power in 1982, Great Britain went to war um, over the Falkland Islands. They went to war with Argentina, and they won. Yeah, the Falkland Islands, for our younger viewers, uh, are yes. off the coast of Argentina. Uh, and they've always been a British territory for you know since the British Empire right. back in the day. And they decided to take them back from Britain. They attacked, and Margaret Thatcher, talk about a steel spine. Yes. Uh, Lady Thatcher basically kicked ass and, and took him back. So, yeah, there are always exceptions. I will grant you that. Yes, and he and he did say average, but um, correct. All right. Yeah. Let, let, uh, let's move on to the next part. Okay, the next part. Back to the tweet. Quote: Western women protesting in favor of the Palestinian people is a perfect example. The nurturers don't know how to protect themselves or anyone else now i know you have a lot to say Amen about to this that. <laughs> all right so what are your thoughts edward well I, I think you're seeing it every day especially you know i always go back to my initial thoughts of between conservatives and progressives conservatives think progressives feel 
thought it was conservatives think and liberals feel. Well, but they don't want to be called liberals anymore because they that's not considered in their terms a pejorative. I'll be oh, happy geez. to call you whatever you want to be called. Okay. All right. But yes, conservatives tend to think more rationally, progressives feel, and then try to give these solutions that in no way make common sense. None at all. And I made a great example. Look at this late, this latest craze of this Bin Laden letter to America that he wrote, you know, um, 20 years ago. Yeah, he wrote, he, he wrote it the year after 9-11? Yeah. 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 So, and you're seeing all over TikTok and everything else, these weepy women now saying, oh my gosh, he's so right. And, you know, what, what's sad to me is it basically took 20 years from 9-11 to now where this generation is now in bed with the terrorists that killed. Well, and they don't remember. They, they don't remember. They either weren't born yet or they were too young to remember. Because we all know history starts the day you're born. Well, that's what a lot of people think. Yeah. That's not uh, true. Unfortunately, it doesn't. Yes. Yes. Okay. But that mentality that you're seeing that they, they've learned in college, and, and we'll get into that a little bit later, but we are the problem. And... They can't see both sides of the story. To me, it's almost like a law and order mentality. Now, law oh, wait, and order, now you're going to pick on one of my favorite TV shows. Law and Order TV. is one of the her go-to TV show yes. of all time, always. And they have this, this, this left has this law and order mentality of this lack of critical thinking, where in a law and order episode, you'll always see the defense put up this great argument, and you're always like, oh, yes, yes, that's it. And that's where these progressives stop. And then later on in the episode, you'll see the prosecutors give all this evidence and then you see Dick Wolf flash on the screen, right? <laughs> yeah, created by Dick Wolf. But yeah, they don't, they, they lack this critical thinking ability to see both sides of the story because they're never in college ever. When you say they, you mean the young people? Young progressive minds. Okay. Yes. yes. All right. And, and we're seeing it with, you know, Hamas, right? I always put this under the useful idiot theory that they are the best propaganda tool that Hamas has right now, without question. Again, who's the they? They being the progressive, liberal, especially women, because you will see uh, every interview, every video that you're seeing out there, it is mostly women or the very weak Democrat men, soy boy mentality with the with the man bun, you know, that look. Yes, yes, I do. I'm not a fan, but okay. Uh, okay, I, I think we should go back to the tweet. Okay. All right. Who favors the weak on crime district attorneys and weak border security? Mostly women and the men they they control, Democrat men. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, this is where, and again, I know it's just a tweet. We're really just dissecting it, but I would want proof of that. Really, is it is it mostly women who favor weak on crime district attorneys when most of them are George Soros funded, and no one's controlling George Soros, by the way? Okay, and is it really women who favor weak border security? I, I just I don't I would need more evidence to back that up. Well, yeah, this goes more to the heart, not necessarily of women, but I, I do think this is Republican, Democrat, conservative, progressive dichotomy here where the women are in terms of the democrat party women are taking a much bigger role 
I'd like to see the statistics. I don't have them at the tip of my finger here, but how much what the what the breakdown is of women and men in the Democratic Party, and what the problem with what Democrats do and what we just talked about the weak on crime district attorneys is Democrats always go way too far with their solutions, air quote solutions. Okay. You can look at it. Let's look at no bail. Right. So I agree. And that's ridiculous. Right. So what, what what was the problem there? The problem was that a lot of, especially black men were being held in bail for minor offenses that bail that they couldn't make. Couldn't make. Yeah. So they spent time in jail, which perpetuate perpetrates a you know more of a criminal mentality once you're around criminals, that sort of thing. But their decision is to rescind all bail for everybody, right? I agree. You know, I, that was too far. Violent crime, everything. Yes. Typical. That's why San Francisco is falling apart. Same thing at the border, right? Right. There are always, you know, the heart-wrenching stories of mothers and babies and all this other stuff. And what's their solution? To absolutely open the gates and let everybody in. I agree. And I, you know, I don't support that at all. I, you know, I, yeah. I believe we need to protect our border before we even help other countries. So, um, okay. All right. Let's go. Let's continue. Let's go back to the tweet. Uh, we'd all be better off if, like, I can't, <laughs> okay. I can't even say, uh, oh, okay, this I, need, is a good whew, I need to take a breath. I need to take a breath. Okay. Deep breath. This is so hard to say. It makes me so mad. We'd all be better off if men abstained from abortion law decisions and women abstained from national defense decisions. Oh my fucking God. Are you fucking kidding me? All right. You're going to have to just is let this me go. Is I got punched, I believe? Or did you wait till I finished the entire post? I waited till you finished the entire post. I think I saw steam coming out this of This is when the steam. And, and your face was redder <laughs> than your hair. It was. It was it red. Was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, stop making me laugh. Okay. I gotta go back to being pissed. Hold on. So, okay, the first part of that, if men abstain from abortion law decisions, I don't necessarily disagree with because because the way the world is right now, women carry children in their wombs. Eventually, we might all get to that test tube baby thing, and that will be the way. And there, you know, who knows? Like, you look at all the futuristic sci-fi movies. You know, there is no more sort of procreation sex. It's a very different thing. If we get to that point, that's another story. But right now, women are the ones who um, who have incubate. Oh, my God. The children. I can't speak. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anyway, I'm not necessarily against that. Um, and I'm not saying that men as fathers don't have rights to. I'm not. But the next part is what did it. Women abstain from national defense decisions. Again, I go back to... Margaret Thatcher, what an incredible leader at a very difficult time. And she's not she's not the only one. Um, you know, I, I don't think women should abstain from national defense decisions. I think that is just so moronic. Um, and while we're not big fans of Nikki Haley, mm-hmm. a lot of people are, and a lot of people would trust her to make those national defense decisions. Uh, I think she would get us into too many wars, but I digress. But I just, I just, I mean, to Scott Adams' credit, so well written, right? So well written. And, um, and we did retweet it, but I just want you to know Edward's the one that retweeted it, not me. Um, But I just, this made me so mad. Okay, let me break down the first part. We'd all be better off if men abstain from abortion law decisions. (sighs) I disagree with that. I know you do. 
but men are part of it. If we want to have a family uh, society. Let's go to the next yeah. part. Because uh, women the abstain from national defense decisions. I say one name, Hillary. Okay, Game I didn't set. know you were going there. Wait, game, <laughs> set, match, really? Oh, wait, are we talking about Benghazi? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> what else? Are you saying she was a bad Secretary of State? Yes. Why? By the way, this is not part of our script at all, so I have no <laughs> idea where he's going with this. Why? Besides Benghazi? Well, besides she used her office to raise funds for the Clinton Foundation. Well, okay, but that's not, that, that has nothing to do with her national defense decisions. Well, look at our, uh, again, Benghazi should be you know, example one right there. It was 9-11. You think you may want to have your your outposts around the world secure in Muslim countries? Yeah. Okay, so, but anyway. she's one person. I, yeah, thought, I thought you wanted to talk about something else No, in, in general, I think this this little uh, couple of sentences from, from Scott Adams may be a little too simplistic. Thank you. Um, yes, I understand what he's talking about. That again, we go back to emotionally driven, where women are a little more emotionally driven than men in general. Okay, I know you wanted to talk about TikTok. Well, which we're not on on purpose. Yeah, we're not going to be on TikTok. I mean, if you've ever been or seen clips from TikTok, you are seeing the absolute mindlessness of our society. And that's where you get mostly liberal women, progressive women doing their dance videos or whatever idiotic things that they're doing on there. And it is a, a used mostly by women. Oh, oh that, okay, that is not true. That is not true. It, it is. 60% of TikTok users are women. That's not mostly, that's not 70, that's not 75 or 80. They that's... don't make up 60% of the, of the world. Oh my God. Oh my gosh, it's pretty evenly split. But I think the more important point about TikTok is, is that the majority of users, 70% of TikTok consumers, are 18 to 34 years old. So they're, and it's probably more like you know 10 to 34 years old because there's a lot of really young children, they're young people on TikTok. But um, I think that's the most important thing to remember is that TikTok is skews much younger. But that's the problem. This is our future. These are the people that will be leading this world, this country, and they have no clue what's going on. Yes, but you're saying that it's just women. It's not just I'm women. I'm saying it's, it's a higher percentage women than men. And a lot of men are gay, trans, whatever men, that kind of stuff. So, uh, so anyway, um, I did want to, there was a great article I was reading the other day um, from Terry Kristoff. She's, uh, she's over at uh, our friends at Red State. And it really encapsulates kind of this TikTok, this whole thing mentality. And she wrote, I'm going to read it here. We can't dance around this issue any longer. When it comes to anti-Semitism in the Western world, the face is wretchedly ugly and in large part female. It starts in the halls of Congress, Rashida Tlaib. Yes. AOC. Okay, stop. We don't want to. We don't want to tag them. <laughs> and oozes its insidious way onto college campuses and fills city streets. For decades, young women have marched off to college in search of an education, and returned as radicalized militants. 
They may dress in the latest fashion trends and look harmless, but the anti-Western beliefs they embraced eventually come out. You need not look any further than this past week's TikTok trend of praising Osama bin Laden. What do those pushing this nonsense have in common? They are young, they are female, they are brutally ignorant. A freaking man. All right. I just, again, I have to push back with this idea of four decades. If you'd said for the last decade, maybe I could buy it, but four decades? I yeah. just I just don't see yeah. that. That was not my experience in college at all. I didn't come out of college a radicalized militant at all. I didn't come out of college anti-American. You were pretty militant in college from what you've been told me. No, I in wasn't. In terms of not. Your, your marching or whatever, didn't you? On only one topic, okay. abortion. Okay. That's it. But I didn't come. I didn't. Never in a million years. And again, this is why I think you've got to keep in. You've got to keep in check that this is this is a younger generation on TikTok. This is not. This has not been going on for decades. I it has not. I completely it has not. This mentality with these idiotic degrees that these people are getting. And all they have been taught for the last, since probably 2000, at least for the last 20 or 30 years, is this rot that we are nothing exceptional in this country and that we are the cause of all the problems in the world. And now it's, it's, it's taken those steps into the anti-racist, you know, all white people are the problem and you're either an oppressor or you're oppressed. Okay. So I'm going to push back again, and if again, last 10 years, sure, 20, maybe. Uh, but I went to college in the early 90s, from 90 to 93. There was nothing like this. There was nothing like this. I, there, I can't remember a single instance where anything was anti-American. And yes, I was militant about abortion and every woman having a right to have an abortion. But other than that, like... There was absolutely nothing like this going on. I mean, it just wasn't. If you want to say in the last 20 years, I could buy it. But this was my Generation X people. You need to, like, back me up here, my Gen Xers, because I don't think that is well, true. Well, you went to a conservative school in a conservative area, didn't you? Oh, my God. <laughs> he wants me to punch him on the air. She went really... to USC in Los Angeles. Yes, I went to USC in Los Angeles, which at the time had the largest international population of any university in the world. It was very diverse. I loved it, but I didn't. But there, I didn't get any of this, this anti-American stuff. That, that did not exist in but the 90s. But all of this has started in academia. Every bit of it has. I'm started not going to disagree with that. I'm just saying. And it didn't just pop upon us. It has been festering for a long, long time. Yes, I'm just saying. I don't think it goes as far back as the 90s. Okay. All right. Oh, Scott Adams, boy. <laughs> Light the fire, Scott. Thank you, buddy. Yes. I appreciate it. That was a lot of fun. Oh. By the way, we were, you know, when I read this in the Boston airport, <laughs> and I, I told Andrea today, I saw this morning that they are now shipping, in, the city of Boston are now shipping in the uh, illegal immigrants are now going to be staying at the Boston airport. So we missed them. <laughs> we missed them just by a little bit. What, what movie was that? The terminal or something with Tom Hanks. Yes. Or the guy lived in the. That was uh, a true story. Yeah, lived yeah. in the terminal for how many years? But yeah, so it's not coming to. Yeah. So yeah, so you can get off your flight in the beautiful Logan Airport, start smelling smells you probably haven't smelled before. Oh my God, that don't be me. 
overwhelm it when there's dedication and everything else. Okay, there are showers somewhere, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Okay, all right, well, can we get on to our, our fun segment? Shall we? All right, so what is what are we going to talk about this week in Woke, Edward? What's going on? Well, there is trouble in paradise, my friends. Okay, <laughs> let's find out what it is. Well, from uh, Chadwick Moore, uh, he is uh, was, was writing uh, in the New York Post. Right, it was an opinion piece. Correct. Okay, titled... Why it's time for the LGB to divorce T and Q. Now, I like, I like the title. It's Chad, Chadwick Moore is a gay man, right. so he, he does have some experience here. And he says, a movement is underfoot on both sides of the Atlantic to decouple the alphabet soup that has <laughs> come to be known as LGBTQ+. As rising numbers of old-fashioned LGBs see it, the T for transgender and queer for Q for queer don't necessarily have much in common with gays and lesbians. We stop right there. Amen. Yeah, I don't, I'm with you so far. Yeah. I'm all in. Yep. The quote says, we feel shackled into this umbrella term by organizations that are supposed to serve us but have actually turned against us, explained Kate Barker, CEO of the London-based LGB Alliance which was established in late 2019 to advance the interest of lesbians, gay men, and bisexuals. It has come to a point where many of us find ourselves forced into a relationship we never consented to <laughs> and feel we cannot leave. Wow, that's pretty good. So the rising prominence of transgender and queer issues has resulted in a backlash against middle-of-the-road, sure. air quotes, gay and lesbian political wins, such as marriage equality and parental rights. And what they're- I think that's true. Yeah, what they're talking about is the T's and the Q's are so radicalized that yeah. now we are seeing in young people, their views on gay marriage actually dropped like 11% in the last year because they, they're they seeing what this entire alphabet soup movement is doing. And the early part of the alphabet the LGBs, which a lot of people don't remember, that's what it used to be called, just LBG community. That was it. There wasn't a T. They tacked that on, then the Q came, and then we got the element. I would like to go back and you know when the T and the Q happened. Because uh, I, yeah. I just remember the LGBT. Like, like I remember with always a T, but no one talked yeah. about the T. But so, anyway. No, it used to just be LGBs, and yeah, they, they're, they don't want these people piggybacking on all the things that they have fought for, for gay marriage, for parental rights, for adoption, that sort of thing. And it's being ruined by, yeah. and, and, and you know, their, their actual argument makes a lot of sense because they're saying what we are is who we're attracted to. They're, that is their sexuality in terms of who they want to mate with, if you will. Whereas the T's and Q's and everything, they want to change who they are as a person, right? which right. is impossible to do. And they're forcing everybody to do it. So yeah, amen. I hope you keep fighting and win this fight, but. So we will definitely uh, tag you in our show notes and on social media, chat with more. Thank you so much for that yes. amazing article in the New York Post. And again, it's titled, Why It's Time for LGB to Divorce T and Q. Great title. It great. great title. It was very clickbaity, but I love yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Anything else to, to add, Edward, before we I wrap could up? Go on for an hour and a half, but no. Well, okay. You have, <laughs> he has a cold. I did. I've been fighting, been powering yes. through it. Yes. Yeah. All right. So we want to thank you for joining us today and please follow us on all social media platforms. We are going to be 
maybe in the next week or two going on Rumble Live. We'll keep you posted. So please join us live on most Sundays, 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Be sure if you're listening to the uh, podcast only, which always drops the next day, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast available wherever you're listening right now. And again, you can learn more, follow us on all the socials at myfavoriteconservative.show. That's myfavoriteconservative.show. And we have loved the feedback, especially on Instagram. Yep. So keep it coming. We are going to keep featuring um, all of our fans and, and foes. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think everybody. Foes alike. Yes, yes, you're right. We got some haters. That's okay. We're going to feature you too. We appreciate you taking the time. So again, follow us, learn more, My Favorite Conservative. Show. And a couple of uh, show promotions. We are going to be doing the DeSantis-Gavin uh, Newsom debate coming up. Yes, and we also, are. Also, uh, the Republicans have another debate, too. So oh, stay God. tuned for more. Yes. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank Until next time. Bye.